Discover FX's Shogun, the official podcast available now. Every legend begins with a story. Listen and explore episode by episode the story of war, passion, and power set in feudal Japan. Join host Emily Yoshida each week with the creators, cast, and crew in this exclusive companion podcast. They dive deep into the twists and turns of the plot, go behind the scenes, and explore the real-life history that informed the limited series based on James Clavell's best-selling novel. Search FX's Shogun wherever you listen to podcasts. Tax season is approaching, bringing potential extra cash your way. Rather than spending it all on an expensive deal filled with yada yada from your current wireless plan, consider switching to Metro by T-Mobile for no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada you don't take yada yada in life don't take yada yada from your wireless provider metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada stop by one of over six thousand metro stores nationwide this episode of Stuff They Don't Want You To Know is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor. Featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select game Gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Noel. They call me Ben. We're joined with our guest producer, Max, the Freight Train Williams. Most importantly, you are you. You are here. And that makes this the stuff they don't want you to know. A lot of people are flying on planes these days and things are only getting weirder. We also found some... uh, Frightening, heartbreaking evidence of corruption in Big Pharma. Not a theory. Seems pretty true. We'll get to it. But first, first, our news today takes us to uh, Mississippi. And uh, this is a story about a celebrity, but there's much more to it than that. I want to give a special shout out to our pal West over at Station 16, because Noel, as we were coming in to record... Just earlier today, in fact, uh, our pal West had uh, was talking to me, and he he wanted to ask us about corruption in Mississippi. 
What fantastic timing. Yeah, well, you know, now if you live in Mississippi, I suppose it's pretty horrible timing there often for the least fortunate. Uh, And Mississippi is, of course, also a state populated by the least fortunate uh, of Americans. It is the poorest uh, state in the country. And Matt, you brought us, you know, we've been keeping up with the story that you started uh, talking about um, in a previous news episode uh, about their ongoing water troubles. And now essentially the residents of the capital city of Mississippi, Jackson, were kind of left high and dry or, well, wet, but mainly with filthy, dangerous water and boil advisories galore and uh, all kinds of really bad looking moments from politicians there who just, this is very clear that there's, there's not a whole lot of, uh, of thought put into the welfare of the citizens. And the key word there here for today's story is welfare, uh, a term that can be, you know, kind of weaponized, used negatively uh, in terms of uh, politicians saying, oh, welfare is bad. It's, it's like handouts from the government, people that should kind of pull themselves up by their bootstraps, whatever. And that is, according to reporting uh, coming out of Mississippi, um, somewhat the attitude there, uh, it would seem. You know, local residents were not surprised to find out that money from the Mississippi Department of Human Services had been misappropriated at the very least, stolen at the very worst, uh, to fund everything from traffic tickets for uh, officials to uh, sports facilities, um, pet projects of NFL, former superstar um, Brett Favre. Uh, and you may know this this guy's kind of been in hot water in the past due to some allegations of sexual assault, um, and he apparently is neck deep embroiled in this scandal um, that also involves the former governor of Mississippi, Republican Phil Bryant. Texts uh, have emerged recently in court documents between uh, Brett Favre and former Republican Governor Phil Bryant um, joking about like, oh, I'm too old to end up in federal prison, LOL, uh, you know, cool guy emoji. Um, also other texts between, uh, Bryant and, uh, and Brett Favre have been released showing that the governor was more than happy to help Favre raise private money for a volleyball facility at his, uh, daughter's university, um, that started, uh, construction in 2017. And apparently a lot of this, you know, misappropriated welfare money, in fact, around, I believe 8 million close to it was kind of funneled into these pet projects of Brett Favre, including several million for this volleyball facility. And the issue with this story that's so interesting, and I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on it, is the government in Mississippi is so rife with corruption and this kind of self-serving, you know, attitude of like, oh, you know, welfare is, is misuse of money because, you know, poor folks should be able to kind of like dig themselves out of their own situation. But this is literally money that could have gone towards like parenting classes for folks that have maybe lost their kids due to homelessness or due to varying circumstances. And obviously this is all, all of these things can be devices and you can be on both sides and saying that parents who lose their kids maybe shouldn't have a second chance. But I mean, that's what this money is for is to help people rehabilitate themselves uh, because likely they were part of a system that to some degree fed into their circumstances. I mean, everything is not a choice. To some degree, you know, you are put in a situation and if you're not given the opportunities that some people have, you are more likely to end up, you know, uh, in one of these negative situations. So 
But the question becomes, is this just boneheaded government? Like, funneling money to silly things or not putting it in the right places, or is this flat out fraud? Uh, and not to mention a, a conspiracy. I mean, it is, you know, essentially uh, the former director of the Mississippi Department of Human Services, a guy named John Davis, pled guilty Thursday to federal and state felony charges uh, involving a conspiracy to misspend this welfare money. Um, and he was appointed by that former governor of Mississippi, Bryant, in 2016. And then he was fired uh, in July of 2019, and he's going to name names. So the truth is going to come out, but... The fact that it's such a gray area as to whether this was like, you know, negligence or outright fraud uh, at the highest level. This guy, you know, seems like he's almost like the fall guy. And do you really think Brett Favre and the the governor are going to take the fall? I, I don't know. But it's a it's a very upsetting story. What do you guys think? I'm still wrapping my head around all the details here. There's a lot of stuff reading this AP news article you linked us to, Noel, that discusses a bunch of people and what they knew this person, Nancy That's knew right. and John Davis and like Favre. Ooh. And I guess that uh, Bryant character who was governor. Right. Uh, so like, it just seems pretty They're They're following text messages, right? It's often like that's what I'm seeing they're looking at. And a lot of this stuff came out like a, a year or more ago. And so this is sort of like, you know, almost like new information that, that makes it look even worse. And Favre's, develop, uh, Favre's involvement uh, much more knowing. You know what I mean? That there would come a point where he would say, well, I didn't know that what they were going to do with the money. Uh, I didn't ask for it. But then now there are text messages literally saying, I think he's asking uh, Nancy New, um, is anyone ever going to know where this money came from? And she says to me, the effect of like, no, no, you're, you're covered. Because, you know, that's definitely a th- something you'd be worried about <laughs> if legitimate funds are being used for your project, right? Mm-hmm. And also, uh, want to specifically say that charity, uh, Fav for Hope, number four, there's a thing that I, I recommend everybody do when you're learning about a charity. Go to charitynavigator.org. Charitynavigator.org is a pretty comprehensive way to look at a charity that you don't know much about. They give it a score. Uh, They talk about the impact and results of the charities, but then they also talk about their financials and accountability. Uh, They grade on a one to 100 scale. And uh, this charity is still rated 85 out of 100, which isn't too bad, but also as terrible as it is to have to admit it, Charities are often used to wash money. Most charities are really great and they're doing fantastic work, but you need to understand that charities can also be a a vehicle for financial crime and corruption. Well, and another thing, too, this um, alleged scam did. And again, this Favre's um, association with this very much alleged. Again, charges have been filed in court, but Thus far, Favre has not been legally implicated directly. This is, you know, just an ongoing story. But he allegedly was also paid over a million dollars for speaking engagements that never took place. Uh, a lot of money was, you know, funneled for it's. It's like kind of gangster type stuff. Like you know, when you when you run a scam on a construction site and you overcharge for like you know a chair, and it's a way of kind of like hiding where the money goes. What well, was Favre getting uh, a vig or like getting? Was that money actually going to him? 
getting paid for it this was going to him to help pay for this arena he, he had this uh, volleyball facility built and then and that happened like you know several years ago and now he's like almost double dipping he's going back to the trough allegedly to help pay for a another sports facility right yeah, yeah. and he also uh to be clear, he paid the money back. But what I was seeing is that the state of Mississippi is still seeking something like a little south of $230,000 for unpaid interest. So he he got, like you said, Noel, he got $1.1 million in appearance and speaking fees for things that he apparently never actually did. And then he paid the money back but that's not enough to satisfy the state yet. Also, it's very damaging to the people who just, you know, work with or at this charity, right? Like we, everybody's been in these situations before I would, I would hazard or some version of this where you are part of a bigger organization and the organization or some high-level high person in that organization does something terrible. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there are plenty of members of the military who hear some terrible news about something awful happening, and they're thinking, oh, great, are people going to associate me with this now? I'm just, you know, like, I'm the guy who does the paperwork to make sure the ice cream shows up on time. And That's now right. I'm associated with war criminals. Like, it's, we have to be careful not to lump everybody unfairly into the same bag of badgers, but... um but Noel, this doesn't doesn't look great for Brett. Looks like he knew what he was doing and he did it on purpose. It does look that way, but again, I'm skeptical as to to what degree a, a person at that level, you know, is going to truly suffer, other than just in the court of public opinion. Like I, I have a hard time believing they're going to take away all of his yachts, maybe just like mm -hmm. one. Um, you know, and again, it's like it's it's an insult to say you know, you're right, you're, Ben. You're absolutely right about that article from 2021, uh, October of last year, when he paid back 600 grand, um, but. He basically, you know, what he did amounted to an interest-free loan. No, you don't get those. I don't care who you are. You know, I mean, it's like that, that's that's not how the world works. And especially when you're like taking it out of the coffers of, you know, folks who could really use it. This is for like food assistance, right. you know, things that we know of as like, like the SNAP program here in Georgia, where folks that are, you know, maybe young parents, you know, need a little help. I was on food stamps when I was a, a very new parent. Um, and it was incredibly valuable to have that, you know, uh, it was, and, and, and obviously things progressed in my career kind of, you know, bloomed and things like that. But I was a very young parent and it was really scary my career I didn't make very much money at the time and you know we were living with my mom and it was something that was very helpful and we Ooh. used it um and then this is you know and there are people that were even way less fortunate than we were like we had a place to live for free and all of that but like there are folks who are an inch from being on the street and who need this money to to stay afloat and to take care of their kids. And this is, you know, again, some of the reporting that I read, you know, out of Mississippi. And I apologize that the, the reporter's name is escaping me. I heard her uh, do an interview on NPR where she was talking about speaking to some of the people you know, residents and saying how they weren't surprised about any of this because there seems to be an attitude and a perception that the government in Mississippi doesn't really care about its poorest citizens, um, that they're all in it to enrich themselves and mm. that they feel like welfare is something that is uh, some sort of commie thing, you know? I mean, it really does have this very condescending you know, attitude towards the idea of welfare, which is a way of, like, justifying these crimes. 
And again, even everyone in the, the Department of Human Services, surely not in on this. I'm not saying that. But yeah. at the highest levels, that kind of attitude trickles down. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the timing is so weird because uh, I was asking some folks who were working with us on a few secret projects, uh, some of whom were from Mississippi. Right. We mentioned West earlier. And I said, well, what's this? St- isn't there a stereotype about corruption in Mississippi? And the guy looked at me and he said, it's not a stereotype. And all the and then this story, which has been developing for a while, as you said, Noel, this story breaks, and I'm starting to wonder. This is a question for our conspiracy realist in Mississippi: How corrupt do you find the government on a local or state level? Is this just business as usual? This way of moving money? I mean, I believe Brett's daughter plays volleyball at the same university, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. obviously a nepotistic kind of move, you know. Mm. So is this unusual in Mississippi is my question. I don't know the answer. Uh, What what do you guys think? All I'm hearing in this whole story is the spoken word to police state by Dead Prez. Do you remember that, Ben? Does Mm -hmm. that ring in your ear at all? (laughs) Yes. I I I can't tell you the whole thing, but it's something like, you know, they're cutting the welfare knowing damn well when you cut the welfare, people are going to do crime. Mm-hmm. Like this, this concept, like if it's being, if that kind of mo- that money is being misused or just, you know, corruption is, is killing that money in those funds, then way more problems are going to happen. And in the end, it's probably going to end up putting more money in the law enforcement community's oh, yeah. pockets. Right. Oh, Matt, you're bringing back memories. Uh, we're talking about the very end of the song. You don't have to like hip hop to uh, understand this message. It's something to think about. Uh, this is Fred Hampton and an unidentified speaker at the very end of Police State by Dead Prez. I am a revolutionary. And you're going to have to keep on saying that. You're going to have to say that I am the proletariat. I am the people. I am not the pig. Giuliani, you are full of shit. And anybody that's down with you. You could make things better for us, and you're cutting the welfare, knowing damn well when you cut the welfare, a person's going to do crime. Truth. Yeah, great. Bummer, but good good segue out of this story. Um, because you're absolutely right, you know, and, and especially in a situation where so many are on the verge of homelessness, um, the levels of poverty are, are so extreme that, you know, that cutting off that, that helping hand really would could be the thing that drives somebody um, to that, you know, terrible next stage uh, of poverty, which is, you know, being on the streets. And then if you're in charge, it's a lot easier to justify, well, why do we give money to, the, to these folks when they're just going to, you know, do crimes? But it's a self-perpetuating cycle, like you said. And then it's just a way of justifying a police state. And that's not good for anybody except for the handful of rich white people at the top. So take a break. We'll be back with another piece of strange news. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises. Outsmarting yada, yada means, uh, you know, taxis and stuff. Shady subscriptions. Did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase, but then you found yourself subscribed? Yeah, I had to call and stop payment on something because I had subscribed to it through Apple Pay. And even though I had like put a new card on there, it still was tied to whatever card was associated with my Apple Pay. So I had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled. It was really, really annoying. Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life. And you're not going to take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada, helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.
And we have returned. Uh, I we're gonna do a little bit of a of a multimedia experience here. I want to share some that cat is not <laughs> part cat. of that multimedia <laughs> experience, but we'll leave it in. That's Dr. Venkman, everybody. Uh, please send your fan mail as appropriate. All right, I'm going to play just, this is just a few seconds, Matt Knoll, fellow conspiracy realist. And I know I, I had asked you guys not to check, but you may have already heard this. Uh, so play along at home. What do you think this is? Goat? It sounds like one of those like kids' toys that when you turn upside down, it makes a moo sound like of a cow. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoa, I don't know, Matt. Uh, it sounds like a very unsuccessful attempt to evacuate a bowel after about six pizzas. <laughs> so you just, I can see it, dude. It's a, it's a really great short commercial. It's just uh, a, a bathroom door slightly ajar. You hear the, uh-uh's, and then, uh, and then it fades out and it just goes emodium. Right. Mm, or just fiber. It's like one of those got milk <laughs> commercials, but for fiber. <laughs> Yeah, it's what like was that thing on SNL? Colon blow. Remember colon yes, blow? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So this is an experience. This is pulled from an actor who posted this online, but he's not playing a character. It's his real life. He's on an American Airlines flight, and all of a sudden, the intercom appears to go nuts uh, with someone moaning, groaning. You know, either they're constipated, maybe it's a sex thing. No one's really sure. As a matter of fact, before we went on air, guest producer uh, Max Free Train Williams uh, hit me with the perfect phrase to describe this noise. Max, what is it? Is it grunching? Gherking, uh, Max has told us. Gherking. And I think that's a perfect phrase for what's happening. There is a ghostly gurker uh, on this American Airlines flight. This story takes off. <laughs> Plain jokes. Uh, this story takes off because. Uh, people are mystified and you can hear the flight attendants or one of the flight attendants on this uh, (laughs) weird, weird leg of the journey saying, look, we don't know what it is. No one's happy about it. Uh, The original, the original guess was that someone had hacked into the Wi-Fi system and through that had been able to just play weird stuff on the intercom. First, We've all started flying more often. I fly a lot. Noel, Matt, we fly a lot. Uh, Matt, uh, no? no. I not know. anymore, I'm a, baby. I got a road trips are in my soul. It's true, as long as it's not a Honda Odyssey. But planes are weird, and things are just getting weirder. Um, no one was hurt in this situation, but there was definitely uh, some gherking, and it went on for the duration of the flight all the way from L.A. to Dallas. Uh, the guy who posted this, Emerson Collins, described it as, quote, somewhere between an orgasm and vomiting. Um, I bring this up because I originally liked the idea of a haunted airplane, even though it's very hard to prove whether or not an afterlife exists, much less ghost. But, uh, okay, what would be the is that like if a Is that like if a spirit left a body... And was on its way up 
I guess, because spirits go up, right? I mean, everybody knows that. Uh, it's on its way up, and then it like got caught in in the engine, or maybe got caught, it got sucked in the engine, or maybe got just stuck inside the plane somehow. Well, you know why Spirit Airlines is so cheap is because every one of their flights is haunted. <laughs> it's a thing; it is known. It's not just school spirit. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's. Was there something trapped in there? I mean, we do know that there are animals that like like the screaming goats that can reproduce something very close to a human sounding yell. You guys remember the screaming goats? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, how can I forget? It's seared into my memory. I like how it's it so hard. The, we're in this information bubble and the weirdest things are normal to us now. Right? Like, Oh yeah. Screaming goats. Totally. Totally. Uh, nasty customers. Well, this, um, this has an interesting explanation. First, people were saying, you know, it got hacked, right? And all sorts of things can be hacked in this, the age of the Internet of Things. But American Airlines clapped back at that rumor and said, quote, the PA systems on board our aircraft are hardwired and there is no external access. Following the initial report, our maintenance team thoroughly inspected the aircraft and the PA system and determined the sounds were caused by a mechanical issue with the PA amplifier. I don't know why I went into cool guy voice. Let's keep it. Which raises the volume of the PA system when the engine's running, said uh, American Airlines in a statement, presumably while wearing like a Hawaiian shirt that said chill out on the back. Wait, Mm -hmm. what? They're saying that the PA system doesn't, it's a closed system, so there's no external access. The intercoms are hardwired. Yeah, Yeah, but... but I mean, it's it's a what is that a closed system in mean, audio? If you know how to, there are ways. Uh, if, if you're a hacky type and you know how audio circuit flow works or, or signal flow, rather, uh, it would be difficult. But I mean, it, you know, you you could conceivably convert a headphone output to an input. There's there's ways of doing it. Right, right. But those are all those are kind of like analog ways. Right, like you would, phys- you would be physically hacking at that point. I just you would have it, to, you yeah. would have to get access to like, you know, the area where the the master control kind of like you know touchpad is. Mm-hmm. Probably you'd have to, you know, and you know how hard it is to sneak around on planes. They won't let you back on a plane if you leave your wallet. You know, it's like oh, there's so many specifics around, and like everything's you know so like move, 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 and get to your seat. Uh, it'd be very difficult to do, but I'm not saying it's impossible. It also could have been some prankstery maintenance person, you know, or uh, who knows? Well, but, there's, there's, then, there's, but it means somebody, whoever's making that sound is on board or was on board and set some kind of system up to play yeah. it through the PA, right? <laughs> also, <laughs> like, you know, I can think of more um, instantly recognizable pranks than just, sure. just like a kooky sound, Ba-ba-booey, you know? Ba-ba-booey. Yeah, or, or just Whoopie like, cushions. you know... American Airlines, you know, there was some kind of like, you know, protest or something. This is, yeah, it's a very, even in terms of just the audio message, you know what I mean? If they really wanted to like hijack the system and, you know, stick one to the the, the company, there there are more direct ways of doing it. This just seems like a weird mishap Uh that could be explained away in the way that it was, but I don't completely buy that explanation either. So, right. Okay. Here, here's another one. Uh, We're just off the top here. Uh, Okay, it's a hot mic situation. 
is someone gherkin in the bathroom, whatever that means to you. And they don't know that they're live on the intercom. That's why you always have to be quiet in public restrooms. You don't know. That's a little life lesson from your friends. It's stuff they don't want you to know. It does not sound like a mechanical issue, really. Mm. It does sound like a dude moaning. You know, you, in in a hilarious way. I have to say though, if it was a pilot that was gherkin off, he'd probably mm. sound a lot more lackluster and just be like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 and I'm done. Oh, oh, vinegar stroke. <laughs> uh, so this is a. Uh, so I'm going to be honest. Uh, this this explanation seems a little iffy to me, uh, but. We're not the experts here. Uh, we want to hear your take. I'm keeping this one brief. Uh, just going to be completely honest. I was looking for a fun story. I'm going through a very dark time right now. I know there are other much more important things happening in the news, but sometimes you take a break for a sound gag. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of pilots in the audience. We've got a lot of mechanics, a lot of aerospace engineers. What could be making this noise? Max, please play it one more time just to get us to the break and uh, sing along at home. We also Ooh. coined a new expression, gherkin off. Thanks to Max Williams. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, Max, please play that sound cue. Take us to break. And we'll be back with another piece of strange news, which is much more serious. <laughs> Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style, the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. 
treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises. Outsmarting yada, yada means, uh, you know, taxis and stuff. Shady subscriptions. Did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase, but then you found yourself subscribed? Yeah, I had to call and stop payment on something because I had subscribed to it through Apple Pay. And even though I had like put a new card on there, it still was uh, tied to whatever card was associated with my Apple Pay. So I had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled. It was really, really annoying. Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life and you're not going to take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada, helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. All right, serious time, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Biogen. 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 Is that like Biogen. a like energy drink? No. It's a pharmaceutical company based okay. out of oh, Massachusetts. Oh, I thought it was like a biological Jennifer. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a Biogen. Hey. hey I, I Biogen. <laughs> I can't. Why? I don't know. Sorry. I don't know why. Uh, it's but, a okay. wild week. Biogen is this really great company, guys. They just Ooh. made a huge splash in the headlines because they are about to be in production for an Alzheimer's drug that in their clinical trials showed a 27% increase in a reduction of uh, Alzheimer's symptoms compared to a placebo, and Ooh. their stock just went bloop. So they're, uh, that's a positive bloop, by the their way, for anybody went, not watching. <laughs> no, no, it went, ooh. <laughs> oh, there it is. Um, and a very expensive stock, too. I think it was almost $200 per share ooh. or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're in the news for that. They are also in the news because they very recently settled a lawsuit that has been dogging them since, I believe, gosh, twenty in the mid-2010s. This lawsuit has been dogging them. Um, and they settled for $900 million. And wow. as we've talked about on this show, $900 million is the most money you can think about until you get to the billions. And the billions are inconceivable for most of us. But for a pharmaceutical company... It's not that crazy. Dropping the old bucket. <laughs> I always wonder though, with a figure like that, nine hundred million. Why not just make it a solid bill? You know, <laughs> just, what's a hundred mil between friends? Uh, <laughs> nine hundred million dollars. Okay, so let's talk about why they paid nine hundred million dollars. Well, this lawsuit that they've been a part of stems from a whistleblower who alleged that Biogen was improperly 
let's say, influencing healthcare professionals into prescribing their medications, specifically for multiple sclerosis. They have three medications. Uh, I'm going to try and say them. You ready for this? Uh, yeah. Av- Avanex, Tisibri, and mm-hmm. Tecfidera. Beautiful. Oh, great names. I'll take all three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great names. Pay no attention to this uh, double speed list of side effects. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so let me give you some of the details as according to the Department of Justice. Uh, they put out a press release on September 26th, this past Monday as we're recording. They point out that the whistleblower's name, a former Biogen employee, Michael Bodinak, Bodinyak, and he said that Biogen, quote, paid kickbacks to, to physicians to induce them, I like that word, induce them, into prescribing the company's multiple sclerosis drugs. Uh, according to this person's complaint, between 2009 and 2014, they offered and paid remuneration in the form of speaker honoraria, so uh, a small, usually rather small, amount of money that's paid to somebody to come speak, unless you're like Hillary Clinton, and then you get (laughs) lots of money for an honorarium, Uh, speaker training fees, consulting fees, and meals to people who went to these special events that Biogen put on uh, called like speaker programs, speaker events, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, essentially, the the suit is saying that Biogen improperly used this money to influence these people, and they paid nine hundred million dollars for it. But like, why not just make it a, a solid bill? What's a, what's a hundred million between friends? Sorry, I made that joke already. Can continue. Excuse me. And like most pharmaceutical companies we've talked about on this show before, and chemical companies and oil companies, they did not admit any wrongdoing. Hmm. Right mm-hmm. here's here's a bunch of money. Now let's let's put this to bed, okay? We don't have to talk about I, this anymore. I'm sorry that you feel an apology is necessary. Here's some money. Good day to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it's basically legalized hush money. You know, I mean, you think of the idea of hush money is usually paid under the table, but I mean, this is about as above the table as it can be, and it's yeah, this we we bought our way out of this. You know, it's no low contendere. You guys know that, right? That's just like where you're saying, look, I'm not saying anybody did anything, Your Honor, but I do not wish to disagree with you. NOLO. NOLO contendere. And YOLO. Because we're just going to go on living our best pharmaceutical life. I had to plead NOLO. I had to plead NOLO once for a car accident I got into Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. It's just... it's the sketchiest thing. I mean, I understand that it has to, the, the plea of no contest. I understand why it exists. It just, to me, it always sounds, clearly all three of us had to plead NOLO at some point. Mm-hmm. It's a very common plea to make, but it just, it just sounds so sketchy. It's like up there with stamp fraud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying anything happened, but I'm not disagreeing with what you said. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. It's such a weird thing. Let's get into what I disagree with with some of this and what I feel is wrong. Okay. And I think I just want to see what you guys think. So that's $900 million that they paid. Okay. They are going to pay the United States $844 million. And then they're going to pay $56 million to 15 states that were harmed by their 
whatever they did there. But how weird is it, guys, that they got in trouble for making a bunch of money mm-hmm. and now they just have to pay the United States a fee of a lot of money because they did something wrong. But like, who was harmed in this? Hang on. Hey, hey, they didn't say they did anything wrong. No low, bro. I know, uh, I know, but like, <laughs> but like, I guess it's just so strange to me that you'd have to pay that much money to the government as in like, I don't know. Um, it's not, it's not like a bribe, but it's weird because in a way, guys, mm-hmm. this pharmaceutical company is kind of doing business the way you do business when you've got a private healthcare system. Because how yes. else do you let uh, the the healthcare professionals out there know that my new drug is on the market and you should subscribe, you should uh, give it out to people who need help in this specific area? These are drugs for multiple sclerosis, right? These are like probably really important drugs that are available for people mm-hmm. who, who have MS. It's not like some kind of pain medication, right? Or something mm-hmm. like that, where like, that to me feels more egregious when you're just trying to sell that stuff like crazy. This is more like awareness. You, you're tr- they're trying to do marketing, and they're doing it through these speakers events. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to have Biogen's back in this, but it does feel like this is one of the better ways you get word out about your stuff. What, what do you guys think? It's tricky, man. It's tricky. You're raising great points. I mean, also, we should say, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are thinking about this as we're listening at home. We should say that this is not the first time Biogen had to pay up for allegations of shady shenanigans. And, you know, they stayed, they stayed in no low, bro, throughout all of these. Uh, just like, I'm not saying I did it, but I'm not disagreeing with you. Here's some money. You'll be good now. You good? Be good. Uh, the, the question is, essentially, is this bribery, right? Is this how the game is played, how the pharmaceutical profit sausage is made? Okay, it's been a long day, folks. So the, the, the question Nothing here... like pharmaceutical sausage. Mm-mm-mm. It's the best grade. It's, it's above grade. Yeah, pharmaceutical grade sausage. <laughs> yeah, that's our new. If podcasting doesn't work out, we're we're selling only pharmaceutical grade foodstuffs. Uh, so this is this is strange because it goes into the idea of what a fair market rate is for consultation or speaking fees, which also is sticky because speaking fees are a great way to launder money until you get caught. But they're not really laundering money, right? They're trying to grease the wheels such that when someone has a condition like multiple sclerosis and they see a, a doctor about it, that doctor has Biogen and their products front of mind. Now, that I think that becomes unethical when, let's say, a hypothetical doctor has like is pretty sure there's another medication that is cheaper and would work just as well, or there's a medication that might even work better. And because of the money they've been paid, they go with a Biogen product anyway. That seems like that's very dangerous. That's also kind of like violation of the Hippocratic Oath to begin with. Yeah. But, but you're right. Well, there, there is an anti, an anti kickback. What, what do they call it? Statute an anti-kickback statute that states you can't do that, right? Exactly what you're describing, Ben. You can't pay someone to have a lesser medication prescribed because you got money from that person, right? Um, That makes sense, and that's what Biogen is in violation of, at least according to this lawsuit. 
And that's why they had to pay all that money. But to me, as a pharmaceutical company, you can either make ads that are excruciating to watch for a viewer, right? That show mm-hmm. up on Hulu and wherever, YouTube or wherever it, else. Illegal in most countries, by the way. Uh-huh. It's only or, the U.S. and New Zealand. Yes, or you do that thing that I've seen happen, we've talked about on the show before, where some rep for Biogen or whatever, Pfizer, name your company, comes into your local doctor's office and like buys lunch for the whole crew there that day, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, uh, what? Okay. Oh, no, they just brought cookies. They didn't buy us anything. They just gave us some cookies. There's no, there's no monetary value here. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Or why are pharmaceutical reps often, this is something a friend of mine in the medical community pointed out, uh, why are pharmaceutical reps often what would be considered attractive people? And highly paid. And oh, highly yeah. paid. Yeah, if you've seen uh, the the series on Hulu, I think Dope Sick about, you know, Purdue and the way they essentially incentivized their salespeople to move product. I mean, which is what salespeople do, but they did so by downplaying the addictive nature of Oxycontin and uh, essentially falsifying documents, you know, from the FDA or, or the very least greasing some wheels to make the, uh, the studies tend more in their favor. It's pretty gross. And yeah, it is a very like singles kind of meat market kind of vibe with these, uh, with these young, hot pharma executives. It's, it's weird. It's a weird world. So then, of course, this is the part of the conversation where we have to once again say that if you are a business and you are doing something unethical or you're doing something criminal and you know that no actual person will get jail time, right? You know there will not be a criminal action against you. If you can afford the fine, then, the, then that just becomes a cost of doing business. You know what I mean? 900 million is a lot for many people, but it's not enough to sink a a large, successful pharmaceutical company. Uh, Guys, I I just jumped over to the markets. Take a look at the markets. How are they doing Uh, with old Biogen, with all this bad press? You know, you got Uh fined having to pay $900 million. Oh, geez, pal, that's not good. Well, um, on Tuesday... Their stock was worth, let's see, did it end of trading on Tuesday? It was worth $197.81. On the opening of trading, their stock was worth $277.83. Guys, that's a huge jump in stock price. And I was telling you, the settlement just happened this week Mm -hmm. as we're recording this. Uh, their stock went up on Wednesday. The Boston Herald article that came out that I read about this for the first time came out on the 26th. That's on Monday. And then their stock price jumped up that much on Wednesday because that Alzheimer's drug I mentioned at the top, which is called Lecanemab, by the way, uh, it's estimated to be worth between 6 and $8 billion. So Jeez. in the end, because of our for-profit system of healthcare of all you know pharmaceuticals and all this stuff this company that does wrongdoing at least according to the law can see massive profits because it's got another drug coming out and they're probably going to do some kind of marketing to let everybody know unless they don't have to now because it's getting press because of the financials 
This podcast is brought to you by Pharmaceuticals. Right. <laughs> Pharmaceuticals. Uh, talk to your doctor about Gurkonium today. Following side effects, blah, 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 blah. Illumination Global Unlimited. Strange sounds emanating from airlines. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, fellow uh, folks suffering from misophonia. But this, this is interesting, Matt. I think you point out something quite illustrative at the end here where you're saying, yeah, the stocks, the stocks continue to rise. And again, there are a lot of researchers who are doing incredibly important work with these companies. We're not, I don't think we're dinging them at all. Fellow nerds, we're on your team. But when you get to the high level moves here, like a Sackler family, right? Uh, then you, you see the law changes. There's no way around it. The law is different for entities functioning at this level. And that's horrific. I got nothing more to say. No, it just freaks me out. I'm glad the Alzheimer's drug does look to be hopeful. Ooh. That'd be amazing. I don't care who Ooh. develops it. Uh, develop something for that, and I would be happy. And I think that's what how the market is reacting, or why they're reacting. Um, all right, guys, that's it for now. I think we're going to end on the, the BioFlab. What Ooh. is it? Biomap? Biogram? Biogen. Biological Biogen. Jennifer. <laughs> Biological Jennifer. Uh, yes, we're going to call it a day today. Thank you, as always, so much for tuning in. What is your take on corruption in Mississippi? Or uh, what's your take on small-town corruption in general? We'd love to hear your stories. Uh, what, <laughs> what do you think is making all those noises on, on a plane? And uh, what's your take on the idea of corruption in the pharmaceutical industry. We can't wait to hear from you. We try to be easy to find online. We try, hopefully succeed. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Conspiracy Stuff, Conspiracy Stuff Show on Instagram. If you want to call us, you can call 1-833-STDWYTK. It's a voicemail system. When you hear Ben, you'll know you're in the right place. Uh, you got three minutes. Say whatever you'd like. Give yourself a cool nickname. Please let us know if we have permission to use your voice and name on one of our listener mail episodes. If you don't like using the phone, we get it. Why not send us a good old-fashioned email? We are conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.